but how often should you pitch or talk about your products in your emails? You're listening to Inbox Besties, the only little guy approved podcast that gives you dangerously practical advice for turning internet randos into subscribers with benefits. You know, the kind that pop open their wallets and throw fistfuls of cash at you for your courses and, and coaching, not like that other stuff. Perf. Now let's get to it. Welcome back, my inbox besties, besties. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And as always, I am beyond excited and super thrilled to be in your ear holes today. Thank you so much for all the people that left rating and reviews over the last couple of weeks. I really, really appreciated all of them. And just, oh, it makes my heart sing. I got a couple over on Podbean, which is where I host the podcast. So I know it's technically not on iTunes, but I don't care. I love being able to hear from you guys and to create episodes that you actually want to listen to. And this week's episode is actually inspired by a listener question. You know, I love going into that grab bag. And it was one that we we're going to cover anyways. And it was really how often should you tell your list about your stuff? How often should you pitch for them? They were talking a little bit about flash sales, but really it's how often should you mention the product? that you have for sale, whether they're on sale or, you know, just normal as and not discounted. And I think this is a great, great question. But before we get to that, I just want to let you know that I appreciate all the kind feedback that we got for last week's episode about the what to send sort of this month. We sort of did half May, half June. I do think that could be something that we potentially start in July. I don't know if it's going to be the first episode of the month or potentially like the last episode of the month before, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So like what to send in July, we could probably talk about the last week in June. So if you also really like that idea, then go ahead and let me know over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. Just send me a DM and be like, yeah, I like that what to send this month. Of course, if you don't want to wait that long, you can always head over to katedoster.com forward slash two years. And we have some email ideas as well over there for you. So how often should you tell your list about your products? Well, you're going to hate this answer, but it kind of depends. See, we would love to think that everyone knows everything that we have. I have to be honest with you, after doing a promotion of Trello Magic, I got so many amazing emails from people who love this course, but had no freaking idea that I did it. And that is 100% on me. I think that it's because I don't normally talk about productivity and time management too, too much. We have been talking about that a little bit more here on the podcast because it's just been on the top of my heart. I've had to riff on it. So y'all got to hear about it. But I think that it is really important that your people actually know that these are a thing. So you can decide really in your guts, if you want to like do a hard course, we call it pitch or offer to let people know like, hey, I've got this thing on every single email. Technically you can. And I know people that actually make lots of money that way. And they usually tend to do it in daily emails, but you could do it every week. It does not matter. What matters is the energy that you can get behind it. What I also love to do, if I'm not overtly saying like, hey, click here to buy this thing, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll mention the name of the product. So like in an email that I recently was sending to my list about last week's episode, it was like, oh, you know, a student of Love Your List. So now they're like, oh, where's Love Your List? Now I could obviously link to that brand name to loveyourlist.co to get people on the wait list. Or I could be like, you know, so I was chatting with some of my students at Trello Magic and they're really struggling with what to prioritize. So I figured I'd let you in on a couple of my key tips. Notice how I'm not like hardcore pitching, like get Trello Magic, get Trello Magic, get Trello Magic. It's a casual mention, but it's letting people know that it's actually a thing that I can help them with. And while I don't know if everyone really has the cojones to go ahead and send this email, you could literally technically send an email to your list and be like, do you know what products I sell? <laughs> and see what they say. You might feel a little bit 
less nervous to do that, say on an Instagram or an IG story. So I'll double dog dare you to do that on an IG story and see if people actually know because they might not know. Just like for a while, people didn't even know that I had a podcast. And it's like, you guys have been on my list for a while. And my list is when I saw it's like, oh man, I clearly am not doing a good job if you don't know about it. So you always want to take the pulse of everything that's going on. What I have seen, and I definitely think that you should test this out, and we might test it out ourselves because we love doing experiments, is people will have, say, their normal newsletter or, you know, I'd like to call it, you know, a timely sort of letter where it's not necessarily, oh, I did this and this and this, but, you know, something that they chit chat about, if you will, a newsletter. And then at the bottom, they'll either have a PS or it'll just say other ways that I can help. And then it'll have a very brief description of a product and a link for people to go ahead and purchase. Now, somebody actually asked, should we be sending people when we send links in our emails to our sales page? Or should we send them to like our shopping cart checkout page? I would say send them to the sales page. The only time you wouldn't do that is if there isn't one. So like ditch the itch. She's on the list forever. It's my pay what you feel or can audio course where we walk you through a whole sales mindset training. We create a really small offer. I'm not like showing you like, oh, here's how you load it to Podia. But it's basically like, this is how you create a people, an offer that people want. This is how you talk about it live. Go, go, go. It's really a quick induction of cash and subscribers. That's straight up for action takers. So like as of right now of this recording, if you head on over to katedoster.com forward slash ditch, which I think you guys will love if you love this podcast, it just goes straight to the product page. And that's just because I never had time to create a sales page for it because it's just sort of a fun sort of supplementary people get their feet wet type of a deal scenario. You can kind of see what I have to offer behind my paywall. But obviously something like Love Your List does, The Email Marketing Fairy, Trello Magic, sort of those are the big three. I also have a list building giveaway course that I just sort of have tucked away in Podia. So that's also something for you to think about as well. Do you have products or services that you're not really highlighting? And the question might be why or what do you need to do to sort of help them out? So for example, Trello Magic, I know she's a great course. She's only $27. Everyone who's ever purchased it loves it, but I don't really have a clear sort of content pathway to get people there. So it makes a lot of sense for me to be working on that. So to answer your question of how often should you be telling people about your products, it's really just how you ultimately feel inside. And if it feels good to you, then tell people. If it is something that you know is going to help them because it's relating to say your latest blog post, then go ahead and do so. They don't have to be a straight out sales email where, you know, you're really like showing, you know, testimonials or you're really working on some pain points and using some persuasion techniques. It doesn't have to be any of that. It can be a casual mention just so people are aware that you can help them further. Because let's be real, and I've said this once, and I'll say it a million times, when people actually put some money behind things, they are more likely to take action on them. And that's really what we are going for. Now, I wanted to tack in sort of another question that we got in here as well. And that was how many emails did you have in a launch? And Orson, on the last day of the launch, I actually had those two questions. So for the last day of the launch, I traditionally usually send about three, but I say you have to send at least two. I know a lot of people really struggle with that last chance email. I think that they're the most fun to write personally. We talked about it in the little black dress sales series, and I'm actually adding 
another bonus training into Love Your List, my bigger course, which she's not technically open to the public yet. I will let y'all know when it is because I know you're hammering down my door to get in it, which I absolutely love. But I think it's a really fun opportunity those last days. So I always make sure, you know, usually the first one in the morning will be sort of addressing a yeah, but a psychological sort of like a concern. And then the last one is just sort of a reminder. And I usually like to either, you know, play a game or have it be really fun and playful because we do want to send people reminders. Again, and we've talked about this in previous episodes. I don't want to be a jerk in the fact that I decided to, you know, email at 8am on Thursday and everyone and their mother and cousin did. So by the time you get to your inbox at 4pm, you're going to miss the boat about my offer because you're just simply never going to get down to those 8am emails. That's on me. So I need to make sure that I'm actually sending you reminders. So that being said, I usually send one the morning of cart close. I will send one sort of midday around 4 p.m. Eastern Standard. And then I'll usually do it about two hours before the cart closes. So recently we've been playing around with the cart closing um, on Pacific Standard Time versus Eastern Standard Time because some people are like, oh, it's not midnight here and all that sort of stuff. I have done that. Because I have to stay up till like two in the morning, my time, it just, I'm wiped out and I'm useless the next day. So I do think we're going to stick to Eastern Standard Time and we can always work out something for our Pacific coasters, but always two hours before car close. So again, one in the morning, one is sort of the mid afternoonish, and then one at night. If you're looking for some ideas on what to actually say, but since Love Your List isn't open, of course, you can always head over to theemailmarketingfairy.com. We have a sales funnel script that you can follow in there as well. Speaking of sales funnel scripts and how many emails did you have in a launch, traditionally it depends on how long your launch is and what you want people to do. So meaning not including like pre-launch when say you're talking about like, oh, you're going to do a webinar, oh, you're going to do a challenge. I'm talking about sort of that after effect because obviously you want to include those too. It's more so making sure not the number of emails, but making sure that you really can get at the questions and concerns that people have. So for example, if you're doing a webinar launch, then obviously like the first couple of emails that you send should be really focusing people towards the actual webinar because you know that content great, you know it's solid. You just don't want to say like, oh, this is an amazing you know, webinar going on this. You know, you want to give them more details. Again, sell the click. Why is it important that they click? What is something interesting that you cover? What if some people said about the webinar? Get them over there because that's where you're going to do most of the selling. Same thing with if you're doing a challenge, it's, you know, this conversation came up in the group or, you know, we can casually add those. Oh, you know, I'm so excited because, you know, Tammy T and, you know, Zena, I don't know, I was thinking that, I was thinking of Tina Z have joined. Obviously, you can do something towards that as well. So say if your car was open for about four or five days, you want to send about once a day. Those last couple of days, it's usually two to three times. But really, it's what you feel like. I have to say I've been testing it out where sometimes I'll go, um, you know, around day four-ish. Maybe I won't send one, especially if it's closing on day six. Kind of just, you know, go with the groove and go what you feel. And for myself, especially for live launches, it's a little bit more timely. If I have an automated webinar sequence, which is a little bit different, it traditionally is like one, one, two, and three, I think is the way that it goes. So I hope that this helps you. Again, you can always mention your products because they help, whether it's casual or whether you're really highlighting it in your regular weekly newsletters. It just doesn't have to be because it's on sale, especially if somebody gets a really big win, like we had somebody in Love Your List who, again, $20,000 launch. That is amazing. So that is something you can always sort of tack in at the PS that you just want to congratulate somebody. So again, I just want to congratulate our community member, blah and blah, for having an amazing launch using the system that they learned in my blank blank and blank. I love seeing people take action. And then again, you can casually have a link for people to go check out the sales page or get on the wait list. But always remember, 
What is in it for them? How are you going to be able to prevent them from having something bad happen? How are you going to save them some time, some money, some effort? And you can talk a little bit about that promised land of what happens afterwards as well. Just be specific. That's the key. So that is it for today's episode, guys. Again, if you have any questions that you want me to answer here on the podcast, go ahead and shoot me a DM over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. I will let you know, I have been checking that inbox, but it's been taking me about a couple of days to get to my DMs because, you know, distance learning life. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you for having Inbox Besties in your ear holes today. Why don't we go ahead and make it a regular thing? Go ahead and slap that subscribe button now. And while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and take a screenshot and tag me over on your Instagram stories, Kate underscore Doster, so that way I can give you a shout out for being a bestie of the week. Later days.